When I first moved to Huntsville, Alabama, I fast became acquainted with the name Lily Flag. I assumed it was a community name as it was bore upon roads, businesses, and residential areas. I was wrong. Lily Flag was a cow. No, I didn't stutter. You heard what I said. It was a cow. I immediately thought that this was a joke. You know, it is Alabama for that fact, and, and, and we are in the South. And being Alabama's largest city and the center of our nation's space and rocket development, it still pays homage to a cow. This story was indeed true, and I'm here to tell you about it. Apparently, even the most casual student of Huntsville history is familiar with the name Lily Flag. Lily was a world-famous Jersey cow who produced a record 1,047 pounds of butter in 1892. Now, I failed to mention that this cow even has a locally brewed beer named in its honor, but I digress. Born in 1884, the Jersey cow's full name was Signals Lily Flag. Lily was owned by Mr. Milton Humes, W.E. Matthews, and General Samuel H. Moore of Huntsville. Mr. Humes was a wealthy landowner. Mr. Matthews was a well-to-do businessman and graduate of Virginia Military Academy, and General Moore was, well, a rich bachelor. Mr. Matthews owned Montesano Dairies, and Mr. Humes and General Moore were one of many investors. Mr. Matthews lived on the dairy with his family. Their home Gladstone Place sat on what is known today as Chapman Mountain, just north of downtown Huntsville. Now, Lily Flagg was a purebred Jersey cow. She came to Huntsville from the Isle of Jersey in the British Channel. But soon after her arrival, the three realized how special that she was. She produced an extraordinary amount of milk which was rich in butterfat. The owners were quite delighted, to say the least, and looked forward to showing her off to the world. And in fact, they wanted to not only emphasize her merits, but the merits of the dairy industry in an area where cotton was king. They even beckoned the help of the American Jersey Cattle Association to conduct tests in an effort to see just how much milk she would produce. And those tests started on June 1st, 1891, and they would end just one year later on June 1st of 1892. You see, it was during that time that Lily Flagg would live her life free-gazing among the other cattle at Montesano Dairies. And while she received the same care as the other cows, her milk would be handled separately. Every morning and afternoon, her milk would be weighed and set aside for churning. It was utterly, yes, I said utterly, unbelievable how much milk she was producing. This test was primarily conducted by herdsman L.C. Goodall, who analyzed Lily Flagg's milk, cream, and butter. Her production of over 1,047 pounds of butter bested Tennessee's own Bison's Bell, which had made 1,028 pounds and 15.6 ounces. 
Boy, that's awful specific, down to 15.6 ounces. Now, ironically, this announcement was made at the Montesano Dairy by Bison's Bell's owner, Valenti E. Fuller, an expert Jersey breeder, along with Hunter Nicholson of the Jersey Bulletin. Now, Fuller had been hand-selected by the American Jersey Cattle Club to oversee the last week of testing. Some examples of the testing show that on day two, she produced three pounds, eight ounces of butter, or excuse me, milk and cream. Uh, day three, four pounds, zero ounces. Day four, three pounds, 9.5 ounces. Day five, four pounds, uh, 10.75 ounces. Day six, three pounds, 11 ounces. And on day seven, four pounds and 9.75 ounces. But all that being said, when the results were proclaimed, a crowd of some 300 erupted in applause and the Jersey Bulletin soon dubbed Lily Flag, the queen of the jerseys. Now, given the press results that have been garnered, it is safe to say that most believe the remarkable totals. Take, for instance, the Waterloo Daily Courier said it is a little curious that the South, where an idea obtained that jerseys would not thrive, has produced the most remarkable jersey butter cow in America, if not the world. Many, however, thought Lily Flagg too good to be true. Charles A. Morton, a skeptic in Fargo, North Dakota, wrote a letter to his local newspaper editor saying, My dear sir, we never had much of a reputation for Jersey cows, but we supposed that when it came to a showdown that we had the champion liar of the United States. But since reading the foregoing, we lie down, we yield the palm, we acknowledge ourselves not in it. We weep. Yea, our tears are of the brine, briny, and are numerous enough to preserve the butter produced by Sam Moore's cow. The Huntsville Mercury reprinted it and retaliated as follows. What Colonel Charles A. Morton needs is to have, uh, is to leave that barren blizzard, chilled, chilled waste, and come to the Tennessee Valley, whose responsive soul under the under a genial uh, southern sun with a mean temperature of 60, not only produces the fleecy staple, the golden grain, wavy grasses, the verdant clover, but is the home of the finest cattle on earth. And Lily Flag is queen of them all. Now, to celebrate Lily Flag's achievement, Moore decided to throw a party in her honor. He bragged about winning the American Jersey Cattle Club Silver Cup and said that those in attendance would be able to drink Mount Alabama Mountain Dew out of it. Well, that being said, over 1,500 engraved invitations were sent. Mr. Samuel H. Moore requests the pleasure of your company. Thursday evening, July the 21st, 1892, from 9 to 3 o'clock, Huntsville, Alabama, Alabama. Complimentary to Signals Lily Flag, the Jersey cow of the world. Now, that being said, Moore lived in an elegant mansion at 603 Adams Street. The house had been built by Robert Watkins in the 1850s and during the Civil War had been used as a base of operations by Union General John A. Logan. After the war, it was sold to Moore, who immediately began making improvements like the installation of porcelain bathtubs. And to prepare for Lily Flag's party, Moore installed electric lights, painted the house jersey yellow, and arranged for a slew of flower arrangements. It was one of the largest gala events Huntsville had ever boasted. 
called the doggonest dad blamest party that this part of the country has ever seen by one in attendance. The gala took place on July 21st, and 129-plus people bragged on the decor of brightly colored bouquets, the dance floor, and the food, courtesy of Moore's cook, Zini Pruitt. One account read, A lover of beautiful things, General Moore's home was one of the showplaces of the South. The guests were struck with all. all. They filled... They filed past to see the prized little Jersey who stood silently among the splendor and pomp and in whose honor it had been given. The orchestra struck up and the festivities began. Laughter and gaiety rang across the lonely countryside as courtly southern gentlemen guided their fair ladies across the dance floor. Colored servants rushed back and forth among the guests, passing champagne and wine, which from all indications was the most consumed of all the refreshments. General Moore, who was a bachelor, was to, well, he might have had a little bit too much for himself that night and promenaded more than one southern bell across the dance floor to the delight of all. All that is, except Lily Flagg, who, according to most reports, stood silently munching hay, which had been amply provided. And, to be quite honest with you, she didn't even move once during the whole party, which lasted until dawn. Indeed, the guest of honor was displayed in a stall in the yard and had a garland of roses around her neck. The Mercury reported that 500 had attended and that Lily Flagg, the greatest Jersey queen, had made Huntsville and herself famous. An overnight celebrity, Huntsville, could not get enough of Lily Flagg. The American Dairy Association threw a party for Lily Flagg on Montesano Mountain, and according to one source, Lily Flagg's milk was used to make ice cream served with a special dinner at Huntsville Presbyterian Church. In fact, someone with the initials, WDS, even wrote a song about the bovine bell. It may have said, well, may the people of Huntsville feel proud of this beautiful city so richly endowed, proud of these valleys and green fertile hills, railroads, hotels, and the new cotton mills. Proud of the boundless pure water supply and of yon mountains whose tops kiss the sky where sits Montesano, an emblem of wealth, resort of renown, joy, comfort, and health. Down from his steep winds winds the quaint dummy line over trestles through gorges in regular decline. Seen wildly majestic, it rocks to and fro till reaching the broad level valley below. The fame of this region Long known far and wide, but never the country so published till now she comes to the front with a champion milk cow, Lily Flagg. Not as a royal banner unfurled, whose record is known throughout the wide world. Though strange it may seem, by the break of the scale brings matchless renown through a simple milk pail. The songwriter hints that Huntsville may have longed to be known for its natural beauty. But yet in a bizarre twist of fate, a cow had become its claim to fame. Huntsville citizens expected this recognition to continue after Lily Flagg competed in the 1893 Chicago's World Fair. The fair proved largely anticlimactic for Lily Flagg's supporters. Granted, her fame had preceded her, and many flocked to see the world-class cow. 
One story has it that this notoriety worked against her, for partly due to her renown, she was not allowed to compete. Another has it that her caretaker, naively hoping she would produce more, failed to milk her for several days, which resulted in her developing milk fever. The Book of the Fair, World's Columbian Exposition, 1893, stated that, Thus it was the Jersey milk cow signals Lily Flag, valued at $15,000 and considered the queen of her race, was not permitted to enter the list, for though with a record of more than 1,000 pounds of butter a year at her preliminary trial, she failed to meet the expectations of her admirers. Even so, Lily Flagg was still rated a prized Jersey cow and made national headlines. In reference to her, the Ohio Democrat explained, well, we'll all rally around that flag. Long may she wave. As predicted, Lily Flagg continued to wow, just not in Huntsville. In fact, Lily Flagg never returned to Alabama. She was bought by C.I. Hood, owner of Hood, Sarsaparilla, and Hood Farm in Lowell, Massachusetts, for about $10,000. Eager to add to his herd, he had set about buying several World's Fair winners like Brown Betsy and Mary Maiden. And even though she won no prize, Lily Flagg likely appealed to him because of her renown as the world's top butter producer. In fact, the Boston Globe had noted that among his collection, his two favorites were Mary Maiden and Lily Flagg. After her purchase by Hood, Huntsville lost track of Lily Flagg. In fact, some Huntsville locals imagined that Lily Flagg died shortly after being purchased by Hood. In reality, she lived a good many years, long enough to drop several calves like Signella M. and Jenny Fordyce, both of which achieved impressive butter records. One man who happened to see her at the Hood Farm described Lily Flag as follows. This cow has proved herself to be one of the greatest dairy cows living. And at the same time, she captivates the eye by her wonderful beauty of form. She has a general wedge, shape of body, the round barrel, the loose soft skin, and the golden color, the clean cut head and waxy horns, and above all, perhaps a wonderful development of udder. Not so remarkable in size as it is splendid shape, particularly in the forepart of the udder, in distinction. To the pinched appearance so often seen in that part, her teats are large and finely placed, and in general, there is the look of the almost perfect cow about her. Now, much as she had been admired in Huntsville, it seems Lily Flagg continued to turn heads. Although it is not known how long she lived, Myriad sources mention her children and grandchildren. Inevitably, Lily Flagg died. However, in Huntsville, her memory remained vibrant. Now, numerous erroneous claims have been made about Lily Flagg, but three stand out more than the others. One myth revolves around Moore's Gala being a welcome party, or welcome home party for Lily Flagg, who returned to Huntsville from Chicago as a first prize winner. Matthew's daughter, Lucille, tried to rebuke it in her recollection. In her recollection, Lily Flagg went to Chicago but never returned. Another myth holds that at Moore's party, Lily Flagg's stall was in the house. For example, in one article, an author, an author wrote, Lily Flagg, who stood 
contently on a silver platform under a flowered mantle in one of the twin parlors. Not a guest was shocked as the choice of location for our honored guest. One of Moore's great nephews later said, My great uncle was real proud of that cow, but he didn't think enough to keep her in her house, in his house. The most common myth was that she won first place at the Chicago's World Fair. And that has appeared in an array of newspapers, including the Washington Post. Why are these myths still embraced when it comes to the first and third? Likely because locals remember her as without peer and hate to think that she was sold. Now, as to the second, it's just plain fun to imagine a farm animal in the house, and perhaps the novelty of Lily Flag is why she left such an impression, one that continues to this day. Now, fast forward 100 years. On July 21st, 1981, on the 89th anniversary of the Moore Party, the Twickenham Historic Preservation District Association threw another celebration for Lily Flagg. It, too, was held at the old Moore House, then owned by his great-nephew, Harry Moore Rhett, Jr. This time, 400 people attended and marveled at a replica of Lily Flagg. No mention if she was in a parlor or not. Years later, on October 24th of 1992, a Lily Flag centennial celebration took place at the Courthouse Square. In addition to music, dancing, craft stands, and food vendors, the party also had a Borden cow named Elsie in memory of Lily Flag. As an added attraction, those in attendance bet on how much then Huntsville Mayor Steve Hedinger could milk. Now, because the event was intended to commemorate Huntsville's history, Constitution Hall, Village and the Huntsville Depot Railroad Museum charged no admission that day. Aside from the sorays, Lily Flag is remembered in a variety of other ways in Huntsville. Now, even though Montesano Dairy was in northern Huntsville, a community south of town took the name of Lily Flag sometime before 1906. And to this day, that part of town has businesses, an apartment complex, and even a street named after the cow. In South Huntsville lies the area known as Lily Flag. The area was originally known for its cotton production. Every field offered views of white cotton as far as the eye could see, and some of those cotton fields still exist today. But in fact, the Lily Flag Gin stands but now operates as a carpet and rug company. Lily Flag later became well known for its subdivisions and great schools. In the 1950s and 60s, things began to change rapidly. The area was about to experience a great building boom. The city of Huntsville annexed the area and began building houses. There were many rocket scientists moving to town as Huntsville changed its image from Sleepy Cotton Town to Rocket City, USA. Warner Von Braun and his team of German rocket scientists relocated to Huntsville and put us up on the map as America's headquarters for rocket design, manufacturing, testing, and space exploration. And as the missions grew, so did the number of scientists and engineers relocating here. In order to accommodate these families, the infrastructure had changed. Schools and homes had to be built, and one of the earliest subdivisions built for these scientists was named Lily Flag Acres. Now, most of these homes were built in the late 50s and 60s and still were, it was still a very desirable area to live in today. There is a lot of rocket history in South Huntsville, and I'm sure there were many discussions about conquering space around the dinner tables back then. 
Most children growing up in the area had fathers that were involved in the space program in one form or the other. They developed and tested the Saturn V booster and took our astronauts to the moon. They were also involved in the development of Skylab, the space station, and the space shuttle. Today, development of new technologies that will be implemented in space are still being tested here in Huntsville. NASA and Redstone Arsenal have continued to attract leading mines from all over the world. This town, once known for its cotton production, has been transformed into the leader in science and space exploration. It is home to many PhDs, rocket scientists, and engineers, second only to Silicon Valley. But even still, many of these still call Lily Flag home. Today, when driving through Lily Flag, it's easy to think about Lily outproducing all others in the late 1800s, with her butter production or putting man on the moon in the late 1900s. Either way, the area known as Lily Flag has something to be very proud of and has left its mark on history. Huntsville native Doris D. Gilbreth wrote a children's book titled Lily Flag. Lily Flag was also featured in the novel The Hotel Montesano by Charles Farley. A journalist for the Mobile Register even claimed that Alabama novelist Fanny Flagg had joked about being kin to Lily. In the words of Huntsville Times journalist Mike Kaler, when she talked about Lily Flagg departed Huntsville in 1893, she left a legend that would etch her name in the city's honor roll. Alongside those like Warner Von Braun, pioneering space traveler Monkey Miss Baker, and New York Yankees pitcher Jimmy Key. Once declared pride of the South and champion of the world, Lily Flagg's time in the national limelight may have been brief, but her fame lives on in Huntsville, Alabama. Thank you for listening to the Deuce Conrad Show on Spotify Podcast. In case you didn't know, you can also hear this podcast on Google Podcast and Apple Podcast and most podcast platforms across the web. For more information about tonight's show, you can also visit www.deuceconradshow.com. Visit show notes for more details. 